The following program has been paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church. From the heart of the Pacific, in Honolulu, Hawaii, Apostolic Faith Church presents the Kingdom of God Crusade. Join us now for another hour of worship with Pastor Han, the church choir, and the band. We hope and pray that you'll find this next hour a blessing. Hi, I'm Trustee and Associate Pastor Edwin Sproat Sr., and I would like to thank you for joining us today. We would like to welcome you to the Kingdom of God Crusade telecast being brought to you every Sunday morning, not only here in Aviva from 8 to 9 a.m., but also in parts of California from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XDTV Channel 13 in San Diego. <laughs> From 6 to 7 a.m. on station, KPSC Channel 13 in Palm Springs. From 7 to 8 a.m. on station, KBTV Channel 8. And Comcast Channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station, KBVU-TV Channel 28 in Eureka. From 7 to 8 a.m. on station, KVME Channel 20 in Los Angeles and San Bernardino. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station, KOTR-TV Channel 11 in Monterey. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station, KECY Channel 9 in El Centro, California, and Yuma, Arizona. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station, KLSOR Channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station, KZJO Channel 22 in Seattle, Washington. From 5 to 6 a.m. on station, KJZZ Channel 14 of Salt Lake City, Utah, and parts of Nevada, Idaho, and Wyoming. From 11 to 12 midnight on station KGBY-TV Channel 20 in Grand Junction, Colorado, and from 7 to 8 a.m. on Time Warner Cable Channel 503 in New York City. If you would like more information on our church and view our Kingdom of God Crusade telecast in its entirety, be sure to visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. The Apostolic Faith Church located at 1043 Middle Street is the headquarters of the gospel of the Kingdom of God for the whole world with the neon sign on the roof of the temple, Jesus Coming Soon, a landmark in Cali for over 90 years and our prayer tower, the first of its kind in Hawaii, dedicated exclusively for prayer. The church was founded by the late Charles and E. B. Lockbaum on August the 4th, 1923, and passed on to our late chief pastor, William M. Hahn, Sr., in 1959, who continued the gospel to its fullness. We hope and pray that this telecast will draw you closer to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and be a real blessing to you our television audience, saints, wherever you are, and the shut-ins, that is, those of you in the hospitals and convalescent homes. And should you need prayer or someone to pray over you, please don't hesitate to call the phone number designated at the conclusion of the telecast. 
to start off the musical program of our today's telecast, the church choir, under the direction of assistant choir director Pohaku Carter, will sing the uplifting song entitled, Thy Word. They'll be ably accompanied by Pohaku Carter on the piano and Tiara Summers on the organ. Yes, dear television viewers, the word of the Lord is a beacon in the night that will light up our pathway when the world is dim. Heaven and earth will pass away, but the Lord's will, word will stand forever. Please feel free to sing along with the choir as you see the words flashed on your television screen.
The church band, under the direction of head pastor Billy Hahn Jr., will play the song, I Know God's Promise is True. The Lord's promises are sure and true, yea and amen. He will always make a way of escape through our tests and trials. For nothing is impossible with the Lord as we put our faith, hope, and trust in His hands.
We now feature Amelia Hahn to give all the praise and glories to the Lord by singing the song, He's Still Working on Me. During her background music will be Head Pastor Billy Hahn Jr. on piano, Associate Pastor Marvin Abing on bass, Iris Locke on the drums, and Mason Asano Sr. and yours truly on the guitar. The Lord is our master potter, and we are the clay. And we will let the Lord have his way in our daily lives. He will mold us into what he wants us to be. Thank the Lord for his unending mercy and compassion for all of us. The church choir will now sing the beautiful song entitled, Share the Word of the Lord. We love to share the joy of our salvation full and free and love to tell everyone about the gospel of the kingdom of God. The gospel is the good news that Jesus saves, Jesus heals, Jesus baptizes with the Holy Ghost and with fire, and Jesus is coming soon.
Seneca Rosehorn will be playing a spirit-inspired selection on the cello entitled, His Eye is on the Sparrow. As we fix our eyes on the Lord, He will surely make the crooked path straight and turn all of our tests and trials into glorious victories. He tells us to leave our burdens at the place of prayer and pick it up not again, for prayer is the strength of the gospel that moves the hand of God, that moves the whole world.
The Jubilees will now blend their voices to the song, Country Sunday Singing. Happy is the people whose God is the Lord. We have such an uplifting feeling when we are gathered together with God's wonderful people in one heart, one mind, and one accord. The Lord is speaking to your hearts today. Won't you accept him as your personal Savior, Master, and Lord? For today is the day of salvation, if you will, but hear his voice. At this time, it's with great pleasure to dedicate this beautiful song to Mr. and Mrs. Robert and Nancy Myers. We pray the Lord will continue to bless and strengthen you both all the days of your life. Have a wonderful Sunday. Greetings in the sweet name of Jesus. I'm Associate Pastor Melvin Honda, and I would like to repeat our television time, stations, and locations in the continental United States for our viewing audience, especially if any of you plan to visit or reside in California, that these telecasts can now be viewed every Sunday morning from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XDTV channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSE channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KBTV channel 8 and Comcast channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU-TV channel 28 in Eureka, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KVME channel 20 in Los Angeles, San Bernardino, 
from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KOTR-TV channel 11 in Monterey, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KECY channel 9 in El Centro, California, and Yuma, Arizona, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KZJO channel 22 in Seattle, Washington, and also from 5 to 6 a.m. on station KJZZ-TV channel 14 of Salt Lake City, Utah, parts of Nevada, Idaho, and Wyoming. And from 11 to 12 midnight on station KGBY-TV channel 20 in Grand Junction, Colorado, as well as from 7 to 8 a.m. on Time Warner Cable channel 503 in New York City. If you'd like to know more about our gospel work and view our Kingdom of God crusade telecast in its entirety, please visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. And now concerning our schedule of gospel services here in the home state Hawaii, services are held at the temple every Tuesday and Friday at 7 p.m. On Sunday, gospel services start at 10 a.m. and divine healing services at 7 p.m. Sunday school for all ages begin at 9 a.m. and prayer services are held daily in the prayer tower at 2 p.m. except on Fridays at 10 a.m. At Okamiki Branch Church, located at 1361 Palolo Avenue, gospel services are held on Sundays and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. The same schedule is observed by neighbor island branch churches, as services are also conducted by Pastor Reginald V. Castanera Sr. in Kanakakai, Molokai, by Pastor Kenneth M. L. Verio in Lahaina, Maui, by Pastor Walter I. Tinloi in Hilo, Hawaii, by Pastor Leonard K. Y. Asano Sr. in Koloa, Kauai, by Pastor Hannibal Esparra in Balogo, Picawayan, and by Pastor Vespier Esparra in President Rojas, Cotobato, Mindanao, Philippines. You are welcome to attend these services regardless of church affiliations. There are no collections. However, if you desire to voluntarily contribute to support these telecasts and the Lord's work, you may do so by sending your donations to the address designated at the conclusion of the telecast. And now, I'd like to return our program to Pastor Trustee Edwin Sproat Sr., who will bring forth his spirit-directed and spirit-inspired sermon. Edwin? Thank you, Melvin. Good morning, dear television viewers. It is very important to keep in touch with the Lord Jesus Christ on a daily basis. And although many of us do love the Lord Jesus Christ and try to pursue His righteousness, <clears throat> we often fall short of the glory of God. Hence, it is our prayer that we all will be blessed as we join together in our weekly Kingdom of God crusade telecasts. And by doing so, we will be strengthened in our love and service to the Lord Jesus Christ as we seek to make ourselves right with Him. And very soon, we will become instruments for the Lord Jesus Christ to testify of His goodness and mercy to others. Please join me now in the reading of God's Word in today's sermon entitled, Jesus Christ makes the impossible possible. Our title text is found in Mark 9, 23. It reads, Jesus said unto him, If thou canst believe all things are possible to him that believeth. This statement is very true, and we put our complete faith and love in serving the Lord Jesus Christ, who will make the, the impossible possible for all of us. But when thinking of what God can do, we must remove the human mind's limitations of understanding and believe that there is nothing impossible with God. Let me relate this short example to expound the point. Many years ago, the parsonage at our mother church in Kali was burglarized, and amongst the treasures items, treasured items stolen was Chief Pastor William M. Hans' 
Purple Heart Medal that he had earned as a result of the wounds he received during World War II in St. Lo, France. For over four decades, the chief pastor's Purple Heart was held in a special place at the church parsonage. When it was taken, he felt as if a part of him had also been lost too, and that the precious memento would never be replaced. Hence, Chief Pastor Hahn committed the matter in prayer into the hands of the Lord Jesus Christ. And what everyone else would deem impossible is always possible when we entrust the matter into the hands of the Lord Jesus Christ. As it turns out, the matter was resolved by the Lord Jesus Christ, and a replacement Purple Heart was awarded to him at a special and prestigious award ceremony held at Hickam Air Force Base, where he was rewarded, re-awarded, and repinned with another Purple Heart medal on June 20th, 1989. This proves the power of prayer regarding all matters that are taken to the Lord Jesus Christ, who can make the impossible possible, just as it turned out in this special case. Jesus Christ took Peter, James, and John to the Mount of Transfiguration. There he revealed to them his glory, his deity, and his sinless humanity. Matthew 17, 5 exhorts, While he yet spake, <clears throat> a brilliant cloud overshadowed them, and behold, a voice out of the cloud which said, This is my beloved Son, hear ye him. And below the mountain, the other nine disciples were facing a situation where they could not heal the de demonic son brought to them by his father. Matthew 17, 14 through 21 details the incident. And when they were come to the multitude, they came to him a certain man kneeling down to him and saying, Lord, have mercy on my son, for he is lunatic and sore vexed. For oftentimes he falleth into the fire, and oft into the water. And I brought him to thy disciples, and they could not cure him. Then Jesus answered and said, O faithless and perverse generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer you? Bring him hither to me. And Jesus rebuked the devil, and he departed out of him. And the child was cured from that very hour. Then came the disciples of Jesus apart and said, why could not we cast him out? And Jesus said unto them, Because of your unbelief, and verily I say unto you, If ye have faith as a grain of mustard seed, ye shall say unto this mountain, Remove hence to yonder place, and it shall remove, and nothing shall be impossible with you. Howbeit this kind goeth out, not, goeth not out, but by prayer and fasting. Jesus Christ revealed to his disciples their unbelief and encouraged them to con concerning the power of prayer and fasting to make the impossible possible. They now, let us now review another example in John 8, 3 to 11. It reads, And the scribes and Pharisees brought unto him a woman taken in idolatry. And when they had set her in the midst, <clears throat> they said unto him, Master, this woman was taken in idolatry <clears throat> in the very act now Moses in the law commanded us that such should not should be stoned. But what sayest thou? This they said, tempting him, that they might have to accuse him. But Jesus stooped down, and with his finger wrote on the ground, as though he heard them not. So when they continued asking him, he lifted up himself and said unto them, He that is without sin among you, let him first cast a stone at her. And again he stooped down and wrote on the ground. And when they which heard it 
being convicted by their own conscience, went out one by one, beginning at the eldest, even unto the last. And Jesus was left alone with the woman standing in the midst. When Jesus had lifted up himself and saw none but the woman, he said unto her, Woman, where are thou those thine accusers? Hath no man condemned thee? She said, No man, Lord. And Jesus said unto her, Neither do I condemn thee. Go and sin no more. It is our belief that the Lord Jesus Christ possibly stooped down to write in the dust the names of all the women these accusers had affairs with. And one by one, they're left being convicted after seeing what Jesus Christ had written. Yes, dear television viewers, the Lord Jesus Christ was not happy at all with the motives of the teachings of the Pharisees. Their teachings mixed the law with tradition, and we must be very careful not to add or subtract from the Word of God, which will bring punishment upon those who do so. Hence, Revelations 22, 18, and 19 denotes, For I testify unto you, every man that heareth the words of the prophecy of this book, if any man shall add unto the, these things, God shall add unto him the plagues that are written in the book. And if any man shall take away from the words of this book of this prophecy, God shall take away his part out of the book of life and out of the holy city and from the things which are written in this book. Today, there are many versions of the Bible being sold, and we must be careful to purchase and use the King James Version, which is the closest version to the original writings. Some of the revised versions, in my opinion, have removed the Spirit from the Word of God when they are changed, and the God-given inspiration of God's Holy Spirit is lost. 2 Peter 1.21 gives this insight. For the prophecy came not in old time by the will of man, but holy men of old spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. And in John 6.63, Jesus Christ declared, It is a spirit that quickeneth the flesh, profiteth nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit, and they are life. The Lord Jesus Christ instructed every man, woman, and child in Mark 1, 14 and 15. Now after that John was put in prison, Jesus came into the Galilee preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God and saying the time is fulfilled. And the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent ye and believe the gospel. Hence the good news. The gospel rather is the good news that Jesus saves. Jesus healed. Jesus baptized with the Holy Ghost and with fire. And Jesus is coming soon. And the current day question is not when is he coming? But rather, am I ready to meet Jesus Christ when he comes? In John chapter 3, verses 1 and 2, the Lord Jesus spoke to Nicodemus, who was a Pharisee and leader of the community. He had a longing in his heart to speak with Jesus Christ and to find out what he must do to inherit eternal life. Hence, Nicodemus came to Jesus, see Jesus Christ at night. The scripture reads, there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God, for no man can do these miracles that thou doest except God be with him. Nicodemus recognized that Jesus Christ was from God when he said, We know that thou art a teacher come from God. Reading on in John 3, 3, Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. In 1 Corinthians 2, 14, we find this explanation, but the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him. 
neither can he know them because they are spiritually discerned. In John 3, 4, Nicodemus saith unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Here we find Nicodemus asking the question a natural man or woman would ask. Hence, this powerful command given by Jesus Christ applies to Nicodemus and every man, woman, and child in John 3, 5. It reads, Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Jesus Christ further commanded in John 3, 6 and 7, That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto thee, ye must be born again. On the day of Pentecost, Peter, the prince of the apostles, preached this powerful sermon to the Jews gathered there in Jerusalem in Acts 2, 38. It reads, Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Hence, water baptism must be administered in the name of Jesus Christ, and we must be baptized by immersion in water in His name, Jesus Christ. Everyone mentioned in the Bible who was ever baptized was only baptized in the precious name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And baptism in the titles of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost is an incorrect form of baptism. Jesus Christ prayed this prayer in John 17, 20. Neither pray I for these alone, but for them also which shall believe on me through their word. Jesus prayed not only for his apostles, but also for all of us who will hear and take heed to his words in the reading of today's sermon. When the 70 disciples were appointed by the Lord Jesus Christ to go and preach the gospel, Jesus Christ advised them in Luke 10, 16, He that heareth, you heareth me, and he that despiseth you despiseth me, and he that despiseth me advised him that is sent of that is sent me to reject the Lord Jesus Christ and his word you've heard this morning is a fearful thing because he is the almighty God acts 412 confirms the saving authority vested in the name of Jesus Christ it reads neither is there salvation in any other for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. John 20, 31 further states, But these are written, that ye might believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing you might have life through his name. The Apostle Paul adds this statement of truth in Colossians 3, 17. It reads, and whatsoever ye do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by him. One might say that the name of Jesus Christ is the word and baptism is the deed. Hence, every man, woman, and child must re believe, repent, and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. And God's work, Word in Mark 16, 16 reads, He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. Let me relate this short story about acting upon your believing faith. 
a Christian businessman by the name of Joseph, was attending a convention. And while there, he presented the gospel to the hotel elevator boy. Dennis, the elevator boy, said, I can understand what it means to believe in Jesus Christ, for I am a church member myself. But what is this business of believing in baptism? The convention continued on for another day. And finally, Joseph was ready to leave. So he pressed the elevator button and it came up to his floor, stopped, and the door opened. Dennis, the elevator boy said, did you ring? Joseph replied, yes. Dennis then said, what floor do you want to go to? Joseph, the Christian businessman replied, I want to go to the main floor, but he just stood there. Dennis then said, well, then what's the matter? Joseph replied, nothing's the matter. I believe that this elevator has the power to take me to the main floor. And then he just stood there. In exasperation, Dennis asked, what's the matter with you? It won't do you any good to believe in the elevator unless you get in it. Then Joseph replied, that is exactly what it means when the Bible says, he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. Hence, God's word, the Bible, is telling every man, woman, and child that we must act upon our faith. James 2.17 and verse 26 declares, Even so faith, if it hath not works, is dead, being alone. For as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead also. Hebrews 11.1 1 and 6 defines faith. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. The annunciation of the angel Gabriel to Mary, the mother of Jesus, is a perfect example of the faith, power, and blessing bestowed upon mankind who obey the Lord Jesus Christ and follow his instruction to the very letter. Luke 1, 25 to 39 details the example. And in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God into a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin espoused to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And the angel came in unto her and said, Hail, thou art highly favored. The Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. And when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying and cast in her mind what manner of salutation this should be. And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus. He shall be great, and shall be called the Son of the Highest. And the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David. 
and he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there shall be no end. Then said Mary unto the angel, How shall this be, seeing I know not a man? And the angel answered and said unto her, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore also that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. And behold thy cousin Elizabeth, she hath also conceived a son in her old age. And this is the sixth month with her, who was called barren. For with God nothing shall be impossible. And Mary said, Behold the handmaiden of the Lord, be it unto me according to thy word. And the angel departed from her. The angel Gabriel appeared to Mary, advising her about her virgin birth. Some today may not believe this account, but Luke the physician, who wrote this account, gives mankind the most extended account of the virgin birth. Mary was highly favored, and she was blessed among women, but not above women. She lifted up womanhood, and it is she who brought the Savior into the world. No man had anything to do with the birth of Jesus Christ. And the virgin birth is the only way God could get that holy thing into the human family. Mary's submission and acceptance of her calling is evidence of what the Lord Jesus Christ can do for all of us if we are willing to obey and accept his plan of salvation to inherit eternal life in heaven above. Hence, the virgin birth confirms the resurrection of Jesus Christ, and they both go together without question. Believing in God's word being preached to you in this telecast presentation is the only correct way to express your faith and love to the Lord Jesus Christ. And the Lord Jesus Christ is only looking for a little faith in us, like unto a grain of mustard seed. And he will then expand our faith like a mustard seed that eventually grows into a great tree. Hence, we must come boldly unto the throne of grace, as instructed in Hebrews chapter 4, verse 16. Let us then come boldly unto the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Please remember our sermon title for today. Jesus Christ makes the impossible possible as we prepare ourselves to respond to the Lord Jesus Christ when he returns to call us up to meet him in the cloud, saying, Come up hither! Come up hither! Come up hither! If you would like to know more about God's word and the church and review our telecast presentations in their entirety, please visit our website at jesuscomingsoon.org. Until our next telecast, this is your host, 
trustee and associate past Redmond Sprout Sr., expressing my sincerest appreciation to each of you who have allowed us to come into your homes. May the good Lord bless and keep you all in the hollow of his hands. Our church band will now end our program with a most uplifting song entitled, He Took My Sins Away.
The preceding program was paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church.